praise God. I thank God for the time that he's given, given, given me. Father, I am not worthy, Lord, to stand and proclaim your word because I was a wretched. Father, I submit before you not by words but with my heart. Father, I give you all glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, let's pray. Uh, let's, uh, I just wanted to share a few words about uh, Sister Pearlie's father because he had been here. He, he just came about a, about, ten, uh, about a week back, and last week he was here. We actually, at this time, uh, he was here. He was a very blessed person, a very uh, peaceful all, 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 always with a smile on his face. Uh, he was a very blessed person and all, always held uh, Christ in his life, not, not only in his, uh, in his words, but his, in, in his deeds also. He had, uh, he, he, he had a uh, prison ministry. He started off with that. And then after that, he started off a church. And in that church also, he was very faithful in uh, conducting that church. Uh, it is still continue, con continuing. Uh, uh, I just wanted to share that, that you know, he was a blessed, uh, blessed, blessed person. And his children are there just to look into steps which he's actually shown uh, to them as an, as an example. I just wanted to share this to you. Uh, now, uh, now the uh, now the sub, the now the messages are you born again ex ex examine in the light uh, first of all i just want to mention that uh, when it comes about salvation born again experience and then when you uh, uh, the salvation is interpreted in uh, in 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 different notions one of the notion of that is, uh, I just wanted you to know that, not to medit meditate on that, but to just to know that any any time someone talks about it, you should you should you should know. Now, uh, the one one of the uh, uh, one of the notion is that it is an unconditional ele ele election. Uh, there, uh, there uh, we uh, they base on. On, on one, uh, one, uh, one, one of the verse, it says that even faith is not required. The election is before the foundation of the world. Uh, this is, this they have based it, uh, when they say they have based it on Ephesians 1.4, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of this world and to be holy and without blame, blameless. Without reading, uh, by reading a verse out of context, you can make a lot of stories. But here, it is very, Ephesians 1 is a very clear, very clear uh, chapter, Ephesians 1, is a portrayal of God's plan about a man, about a child of God, from the beginning till the end. It, 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 it shows there, it is a, fundamentally, it's a very good chapter. I, I think I have read more than 100, 100 times just to understand what it actually means to me. It is so uh, depth, it, it, it has got so depth. So this is one thing. The other thing is, you don't need even the grace. 
even the faith. Faith is not required. But it's very clearly mentioned that by faith you are saved and not by works. Then again, without faith you cannot. It's impossible to please God. Now the next other understanding is that once you have the salvation, you cannot lose it. It is there. This is one of the one of the uh, biggest wrong doctrine which is going around, which you might have heard about it. They, are, they again base it on Romans, chapter, uh, Romans 8, 1, that uh, therefore there is no con con condemnation to them which are in Jesus Christ, who walk not after flesh, but after spirit. It's very clearly mentioned there. Those, uh, those people who, who, uh, uh, who uh, say that there is no uh, the, uh, the, that the salvation doesn't they they just say that who walk not after flesh but after the spirit was added later but then when you read chapter seven and chapter eight the basic uh, the basic uh, uh, theme that Paul wants to give you is flesh and how to overcome flesh when you go further in in, in eight fourteen it says that if you are living in spirit, you are called the sons of God. So, that is also, I just wanted to mention there. You don't need to medit medit meditate on that. Uh, then, uh, again, it is a very wrong uh, doctrine when we read that. Uh, that uh, it says in Philipp Philipp Philippine, uh, in Hebrews, uh, sorry, Philippians 2.12, work out your sal salvation with fear and tre trembling. Then again, it goes and say that uh, uh, Rev Revelation 22:12. It says that I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work shall be. Then Rev Revelation 2:5 uh, says, "Remember therefore, from where you have fallen, and repent, and do the first uh, the first works." From all these verses, salvation once received. It doesn't say that you, it is there forever. It, it will, if you don't work out your salvation with fear and trembling, you will lose it. So I just wanted to mention that before we get into the subject. Uh, when you are in Christ, you are a new creation, no doubt about it. You are a new, a new creation. Are you born again? This question was faced by John Wesley while he was traveling from England to America to, uh, to preach. He was born in a very religious family and his father was a priest and they were, they were, ha they were, they were having a very uh, uh, religious living. And uh, while they were on the way, uh, they were, uh, there were uh, German Moravian mis mis missionaries also in the ship. So while in the while on the way, uh, the sh uh, ship uh, caught up in a whirlwind. And what happened was, uh, John Wesley noticed that these Moravian mis mis missionaries were singing and praising while the storm was there. They were not. They were not at all perturbed by what was happening around. They were singing and praising. So when they were about to reach the show, 
John Wesley went to the leader and asked, on what, why do you sing? How could you have this peace? Immediately, uh, he asked this question in return. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? That was the first question. Immediately, he again asked, are you born again? He said, uh, I, am, uh, I am going for preaching. My father is a priest. And he again asked, are you, John, are you born again? Third time also he asked, are you born again? He was not able to give an answer. And John Wesley has mentioned in his books later on that this was the, this, this was the reason that he came really to know Christ in a different way as a born-again Christian. So this born-again uh, experience in each and every one of our life is something which cannot be detached. It should be there. You have to see. Uh, by one, we will be prog progressing on the message, and you you will have to see that whether there there are problems in our lives, or whether we need to really submit again, and uh, submit again unto 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 God. Whether your born again experience is really true. It cannot be done in this one message, but I am just giving a one percent of. Of, of, of the experience that I could. Uh, now, this uh, born-again experience was actually prophesied by Jerem Jeremiah in 31, 30, 33. But this shall be the covenant. You will see that. Yeah, this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it on their hearts, and write it on their hearts. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. This was about 600 BC, uh, before the Christ, uh, he wrote. Again, Ezekiel 36, 26, it says, And I will give you a new heart, and a new spirit, and I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone, from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Very clear. No, nothing, nothing is required. No explanation is required. The stony heart will be removed and a fleshly heart will be given. It will be a new heart. It, there is nothing to be mentioned over there. Yeah, this was, this came into practice in John 3.3. Jesus answered and said, un, said unto him, uh, to Nicodemus. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. It's a very clear and open statement. And Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? It's th this question of Nicodemus is the worldly question. The first the first uh, verse that Jesus said was, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. How? This is a question that the worldly person could ask. If there is anyone who has this question here. Towards the end, we will be praying. 
if you are uh, if you don't want to raise your hand you don't raise your hand but you have to submit if this question nicodemus asked if this question is there in your heart any any anyone we have to pray then uh, john 3:5 jesus answered verily verily i say unto thee except a man be born of water and of spirit he cannot enter the kingdom into the kingdom of god here jesus says that except a man be born of water he again stresses you should be born again then you should be born of water and spirit you cannot enter the kingdom of god where we see the kingdom of god and we enter the king, kingdom of god here it says that you should be born of water we read in ephesians 5:26 that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word washing of water i have uh, i have uh, hi- highlighted that washing water by the word jesus said that except the uh, a man be born of water then again born of spirit uh, uh, titus 35 not by works of right- righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy ghost here we again see that washing of regeneration and renewing of the holy ghost here again we see that born of spirit uh so born again experience is a very typical experience that everyone should have there is no doubt about it there is no doubt about it uh first john 5:1 says everyone who believes that jesus is christ has been born of god has been born of god everyone who believes that jesus is the christ has been born of god and everyone who loves the father loves whoever has been born of him this is the first condition is it my uh, uh, message boring anyone feeling bored please excuse me <laughs> all right um uh so here everyone who believes that jesus is christ has been born of god so the first condition is that you should believe that jesus is christ jesus is christ christ means the savior that he has come to save you so you have to believe that he is he is the christ and every the next next condition uh, with that is who loves father loves whoever has been born of him you love your brethren that is also that is also a point there now the second the second verse 52 says by this we know that we love the children of god when we love god and obey his command commandments this is slightly uh, slightly difficult to understand you can uh, check the next verse is first john 47 beloved let us love one another for the love is of god and everyone that love 
is born of God. Is born of God. Again, it is mentioned there, is born of God. And knoweth God. So who, uh, uh, let us love one another, for love is of God. Everyone that love is born of God. That means when you love each other, one another, a husband loves a wife, a father loves his children, children love, uh, loves their father, you love your neighbor, everything comes under the preview. So here, here, here it says, this person is born of God. The third verse is John 5.3, first, uh, first John 5.3, again, it is a continuous one. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Here, is in, in, simple, in simple, simple words, when we love God, obeying is easy. If you love God, obeying is easy. That is a, uh, that is a simple answer. Obeying is very easy if you love God. If the love of God is in you, then obeying is very, very easy. The, fifth, uh, 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 the fourth verse is, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. So here we see again, born of God overcomes the world. So if you are born of God, you overcome the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. What is our faith? Our faith is in Jesus Christ. So this faith is what makes you overcome the world. This is the one which makes you overcome the world. So uh, the fifth verse is almost the same. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So the victory, if you want to be a victorious person throughout your life, throughout your life, only one way is there. That is, if you believe Jesus is the Son of God and He is your Savior, then you will overcome the world. In whatever situation you are, you will overcome the world. So, the points I have mentioned, mentioned there, one, two, three, four, five, in the next slide, uh, there, there are five, uh, five, five points. The last point is almost equal to the first and the fourth, because that, it, it gives you the same meaning. Now, we'll be looking at the first one. Faith should be in the Son of, Son of God. Jesus Christ, the Savior. 1 John 2.22 says, Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. Who is a liar? A liar is that who denies that Jesus is Christ. Who denies not only by words, but also by our deeds. It is not mentioned there. It is, it is very clear that if you believe, uh, believe in Jesus Christ, you are supposed to obey his command, com commandments. If you love him, you are supposed to obey his com commandments. John 14. Now, here it says that he's a liar who denieth that Jesus is Christ. See, uh, well, if when two couple, couple they... Uh, they get married, they come to know each other, 
for the first time they talk they start talking in in the western countries you talk about dating but uh, here you don't have dating nowadays you make a call and you 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 start speaking you know every every moment you start speaking and try to try to know what is in her heart in his heart uh, you you start speaking you 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 will not get the truth you will you will not get the truth you will only get very good words very nice words from at that point of point of point of time what happens is after you get married after you get married your faith is at that level at that level that you know her by only some good words but when you start living until then you wanted to live with her after that even if for a week or two it's not a problem it is not a problem this is the situation for many many people but when you come to know the truth more and more and build more and more you know what happened once i i was married uh, definitely i was <laughs> and uh, when i came home uh, after two three days my wife was setting up things and she found out a photo 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 photograph i didn't i didn't know about it uh, she brought a photograph of a girl and she showed who is this i said she was my friend um, ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then after that after that uh, uh, she showed me a letter <laughs> what is what is this <laughs> i said that's a letter but the only one good thing was only good thing was i said this was a friendship that was there before i knew lot not after i came to know lot so she said anyhow let let me throw it i said throw it suppose if i say no no you just keep her i will throw <laughs> so uh, so this is the trust this is the uh, trust you have in christ you know you start loving christ one by one the thing is the truth there is a truth in christ even in your life between husband and wife also there is a truth the truth is revealed on a daily basis and this truth progress to a certain level that no one can come in the middle no one can come in the middle this is the faith and when faith is added with truth what happens is you have trust you have trust in the lord you can trust for even small things with our with our with our lord this is the same example that i wanted to sh- uh, tell you that uh, you know when god says something take it personal he says uh, uh, he one 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 time jesus was preaching and he talked about the bread of bread of life john chapter 6 everyone when jesus said that you have to eat my flesh and drink my blood they said this is a doctrine that this is this cannot be accepted if i was there i would have been in that group but what happened was this even the 12 all the disciples left even the 12 were there 
that 12, Jesus said, even you can also go. But there, uh, John 6, 69, it says, it's, uh, there, Peter, Peter says, to whom shall we go? Um, it says in 6.68, Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. Do you understand that? Paul, uh, Peter had that trust in him. How did this trust come? He knew that he had, the, he had the eternal life. And the words, he said, I be, we believe and are sure that thou art Christ, son of the living God. So, uh, so even Jesus said that you can go. He did not. Uh, please. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what you need to do, uh, what you need to do, you know, I am giving you a very important message. Please don't speak and smile. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I really feel bad, whether it is my message or you are laughing about my message. I don't know. So, uh, okay, here it says that we believe, so uh, then Jesus says, the word is yours. The word is powerful. It comes, it comes into your life. It, it, the word is so powerful that it will work. Don't let it, don't let it go. It's, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life. It is not so easy to say that for, for a person. It says, I am the truth. We have to believe whatever truth in Christ will govern you in each of your decisions. If you don't have that truth in you, you cannot trust Jesus. You cannot trust his word and take a decision. Because you need in each and every, in each and every uh, situation, you need his guidance. So how this truth should not go into your heart? It should go into your heart. Uh, 1 John 1, 6 says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not have truth. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, if we walk in darkness, so if we lie, there is no truth. If we lie, there is no truth. So, how much ever lies you can remove from your life, that much truth will come. So here it says, if we say that we have fellowship with God and walk in darkness, we lie and do not, uh, uh, do not have the truth. But if we walk in light and as he is and we have fellowship with one another, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. And then it goes, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. First, first, they, uh, first it said that if we lie, you are not in truth. Then it says that if we say that we don't have sin, then also you are lying. That means truth is not in you. So if we confess our sins, 
he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So here what we understand is how much ever lie is taken out, that much truth will be in us. So the next is we, we, we understood that it is, uh, that is truth. Uh, now the next is love is truth. Love is truth. When two mothers <clears throat> were fighting over, the, over one child in Solomon's uh, book, we read that uh, Solomon asked the soldiers to bring the sword and cut into two and give two, one piece to the other. And suddenly what happened? Suddenly the mother, I presume that the mother would have just, you know, uh, before the sword came down, the mother would have fell on that child and said, give this child to. This is the love. You know, you understand the truth from love. How do you know this is your father and this is your mother? You have, you have not seen. If others say you will not, under, you, you will not believe, but you understand from the sacrificial love. So with God, you have the sacrificial, you, you, you see in Jesus, you have the sacrificial love. Uh, if Jesus has come for those who had called, uh, called the Pharisees and scribes who are righteous as law, he would have judged by law. And, uh, but what happened, what, but what happened is, Jesus spoke everything against the Pharisees and scribes. He said, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. Woe unto you, you devour the uh, widow's houses and uh, pretends make a long prayer. Like this, he said, uh, you are white, whited sepulchers. He said everything about the religious system prevailing. He, he mentioned everything. He wanted to make it clear that religiosity is not what takes you home, rather spirit, spirit, spirituality. So for that, for that he gave himself a ransom. And because of that, we are saved. So we see that love, we, we see that love in Jesus. Uh, Again, Jesus uh, actually became a curse to save us from the law. In Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of law, being made a curse for us. We see that uh, there are two important things that the law was not, not able to tackle. One was one was the fleshly desires. The fleshly desire you have, uh, uh, law was not able to tackle. The second was, uh, the law says that it is the deeds that makes you righteous. Not through faith. But Jesus said, it is through faith. And through faith, you have, you have the faith. And that is the first time when you, born, when you are born again, it is not by your deeds. It is not. That is a separation. Later on, it is, it is the deed. If you, have a, if you have the faith, you should show the, uh, uh, the works of the faith. So it is important. But at the time of salvation, when you are born again, it is nothing of because of your works. 
So the third, uh, the third one is uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus came, became foolish to this world. The first, first one we saw that he, he, Jesus became sin for the right, right, righteousness, righteousness of men. The second one we saw, Jesus came as a curse to save from the law. The third one is, Jesus became foolish to this world. Uh, here, uh, you know, the one thing when Jesus was, in the, was on the cross, the one thing that people said was, he was able to save others. But he was not able to save himself. You know, even the disciples thought that Jesus would be performing. He was, they were very comfortable with him because he was performing so many miracles. And whatever happens, he will just show a miracle. Uh, and uh, then they, uh, they will su survive. But when things took a different shape in the Calvary, they were not able to believe. Then they showed their, they, they were all. All the disciples, you, you see, none except Mary Magdalene we see from the word of God. Everyone left. So that was the time. So here, here we see that uh, in 1 Corinthians 1.18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is a power of God. You know, in Calvary, in Calvary, uh, when you speak about the cross, when you speak about the cross, when you tell others that Jesus died on the cross, that is, you, you, uh, that, that is, that is how you are saved. It doesn't relate to a normal person. It doesn't relate to a normal, normal person who is having worldly wisdom. He says, no, we don't understand what, is, what, is, what, what you say. But God use that foolishness in the cross, in the cross, whether you agree or not, from the last uh, 185 years, 185 years, uh, uh, 1,880, uh, whatever, 1,985 years, in the, in the last so many years, how many people came to know God and they started a life of most holy, a most holy life, and they were able to come to the Lord. Everyone, everyone, so many people, they left their life like that. This was only because of the cross, where the Father decided to give His Son as a sacrifice for us. If this cannot be believed, this cannot be, this is not clear, for the world, because uh, the foolishness of this world, which is the cross, is God's power. Anything that you see, when, whenever you are weak, you cannot do anything. That is the time that God wants to put His power upon you and use you, and use you, that you will have a perpetual victory. Perpetual, not in an instance, not one time. So, uh, other, other uh, thing is, uh, the faith should work in love. I'm just going fast because of the time. Uh, we, we might skip one or two. Uh, faith should be working in love. Uh, 
Galatians 5, 6 says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor but the faith, but the faith work by love. Faith work by love. And in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 3 says, I give, uh, though I give my body to be burnt and have no love, it profit me nothing. Even if I give my body for burning, if I don't have love. So faith should work in love. Uh, then faith should have works. Uh, uh, James 1.25 says, But if you look closely into the perfect law that sets people free and keep on paying attention to it and do not simply listen and then forget, but put it into practice, you will be blessed by God in what you do. This is James 1.25 in a different version, but it's very nice, nice, nicely done. Uh, James 2.14 says, What do it profit? My brethren, though a man say he has faith and has no works, can the faith save him? Fifteenth uh, verse, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and if you don't do that, if you don't you say go, uh, go in peace and warm and be filled without giving any, anything, so also the faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. 1 Peter 2.21 says, Christ also suffered for you, leaving an example so that you might follow his steps. Follow his steps. Uh, faith should overcome the world. Faith should overcome the world. Uh, 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now, thanks be unto God, which always caused me to triumph in Christ and make manifest the sour of his knowledge by us in every place. Just uh, note that uh, particular verse. Sister, uh, can you? 2 Corinthians 2.14. There it says that always 2.14. Before that. Mm. Uh, Second uh, Corinthians two fourteen says, "Now, thanks unto be the God, uh, unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and make manifest the sour of His knowledge by us in every place. In triumph, you you just uh, look into that particular verse that always causes us to cause us to triumph in Christ, make manifest His sour by us in every place, not in one place." In every place. This is what grace can do for you. Uh, in uh, There is a testimony, uh, you know, the grace is something that it is not for a particular, particular uh, miracle. I have said this before also. It is not for a particular miracle. The particular miracle that we ask maybe for a promotion of job or whatever, but that is not it. 
you know, you, God wants you to be under grace so that you will be self-sufficient. You will be always be sufficient. You will lack nothing. And when you are, when you are weak, in your, your inner man is strong. That is what grace does to you. So God wants grace to overpower you. He wants, that, that is what we read in uh, Romans chapter uh, 6, that sin shall not have dominion on you. How sin shall, ha how can sin uh, cannot have dominion on you? It is only by this. You are walking in the grace. You are, every step of, your, uh, step of yours is a miracle. Every step of yours is a miracle. That is the that is the grace, that is the kind of grace that God wants to put into you. So it is very, very important. I, I just uh, give you a, a small uh, story of, uh, of uh, um, Watchman Nee. I think you, you all, uh, some of you might have heard about him. He was, he was a mi missionary in China, and during 1949 when the Maoists... Uh, uh, got the power, they put him under the jail, and he was not known for such a long time. He was not released, and he was in the jail until his death. His death also, we don't know how he died. That was in 1972. We don't know how he, he died. In, in one of his books, he's mentioned the story that um, uh, God was showing his life as a picture that he's seeing. And the picture, in that picture, it was a river, a stream coming down. And there is a, a boat. The, uh, he was seeing the boat coming in the water, flow, uh, floating. He saw a big rock. And the boat cannot uh, come across that particular, that particular rock. Because the rock was a block. So, in that state, the boat was stuck. Now, God asked him, God asked him this question. You want this rock to be removed or I will raise the water and your boat will flow. Your life will flow. This was about his life. He was, he was, he was in, into, uh, into a particular situation that was he was continuously in prison and what would be your answer what would be your answer for that watchman he said let the rock be like that let it be like that you raise the water so that I will flow through we each and every problem that we have is like that rock. We always want to remove that block, that rock. Not to cry, I'm not talking about uh, your, yourself alone, I'm talking about me also. I'm, we are not crying, we are not crying for the water, the grace to flow over. When the grace flows over, this block is nothing. That is what we read in Isaiah 50, uh, chapter 15, 59. 
the spirit of the lord raises its standard the spirit of the lord raises its standard and when the spirit of the lord raises its standard you can overcome any problem in life you will be victorious throughout the only one thing what you need is you have to remove the lies in us we have to remove the lies in us because the truth the truth that is god should be reflected the truth in us should be reflected uh examine yours yours yourself second corinthians 13:5 says examine yourself whether you be in the faith prove your own selves prove not others prove your watch the word prove your uh, sister the other words there are two verses yeah 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 no yes yeah thank you uh, prove your own selves prove examine yourself whether you are in the faith prove to your own selves and know and know you not your own selves how that jesus christ is in you except you be probates the sinner who is so examine yourself whether you be in faith prove your own selves god asks you to test whether you are in faith i don't know this is the this is a message that god has given give, given me you have to test you have to test in each of your deeds whether your faith is genuine test yourself if faith is not tested what is the use if you have faith and if it is a good for nothing faith whenever some problem comes you just leave the faith and you just run after the other what kind of a faith is it so testing of faith is important we should not we should not run when the test comes when we read uh, uh, when when we read first peter and first james first uh, uh, peter and james first chapter rejoice when the temptation comes it says rejoice when the temptation comes so the uh, faith should be tested then only you will be able to overcome the trials and temptations so examine your, yourself whether you are in the faith let's all stand up let's all stand up let's all be on our feet who are not well you can sit there are two three people who are not well please don't stand please be seated uh if 1 john 1:6 says if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness we lie and we do not have the truth examine yourself examine yourself whether you are in faith prove your own selves not others prove your own selves 
If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not have the truth. If we say that we have no sin also, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. But if you confess, the word of God says, if you confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Again, I will come back to this. Before that, I'll give you a small short story. Small short story. One person, one, uh, uh, one, um, uh, one servant and a master. Uh, servant wanted to give the message that you, if you are not saved, you will, you should be saved. Otherwise, otherwise, you cannot have eternity. Many, many times he said that you should be born again. But he was not able to give this particular uh, uh, concept to him. He said, born again? How? Again, one day, this servant, uh, uh, ser not servant to the master, master to the servant. Master was telling the servant that you should be born again. Now the servant, one day when the master was leaving the company, he brought him a, 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 a present. That was a pearl. Very precious pearl. He gave it as a present to him and immediately he understood, the boss understood that it is a very precious, precious one. He, he, he said, you can ask whatever amount for this I'll give you. He said, I don't, I don't, I don't want. Again, he said, again, he said, I will give you whatever you ask, I will give you. It's such a precious one. He said, sir, you cannot give a price for this. Then he started ex explaining that. It was his son. His son, when he, uh, he went in search of the pearl, he found this precious pearl. He saw that it was precious and he wanted to pick it. Many times he went there, he was not able, he came back. Finally, he took preparation and he went there. And by being in the water for such a long time under pressure, he took the pearl and at the time of coming up, he could not get the uh, breath. Though he came up, he was taken to the hospital and he died. Then, immediately the master, master said, if you said by your word that this pearl cannot be valued, this was what God the Father gave his son for you by giving you this pearl. This pearl is the salvation. This pearl is given to you if you are not bothered about your salvation, your born-again experience. This is the price paid by the Father. If you are very casual about your, your spiritual life, 
God will not forget. Our times are approaching. Last week, one of the brother who was here now is not there. I don't know when is mine. You will never know when is yours. This is the time that you have to give your life to God. If you don't give your life to God, you cannot have that precious gift. The precious gift is given by, by the Lord. Again, 1 John 1.6 says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. We lie. We do not have truth in us. We lie. Again, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if you confess our sins, he is faithful. He is here. He is faithful. He is just to forgive you and cleanse you. Take this two, three minutes to pray. If you can just read that particular verse. Sister, can you put that uh, uh, verse, Colossians 3.5? Colossians 3.5? Look at, look, look, at, look at that verse, Colossians 3.5. Yeah. Therefore, put to death whatever is worldly in you, your sexual sin, perversion, passion, lust, greed. Then, also get rid of your anger, hot tempers, hatred, cursing, obscene language, and all similar sins. Do not lie to each other. Do not lie to each other. Do not be casual in your life. Be not be casual in your life. Take this. Now itself, look, look, at the, look at the verse. If the word is speaking to you, if that word has got something to you, Pray. If you have passion in your life for anything which is unprofitable, wasting time watching TVs, debates, TVs, debates, watching WWF, watching movie to while away your time, if you are not able to overcome pornography, if your decisions are totally based on money, you are over, over trading. You are taking loans. Pray, 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 pray. Don't, don't, don't look here and here and there. Close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray. If your decisions, you, if you are over, over trading, if you, if you are using money more than what you have, and if you are having a job and you are, over, you are doing all kind of over, overtime to make money, and you are not able to spend your time with your family. If you are angry in your house, if you are angry with your children, if you are angry with your wife, if you are using bad words in either in your house, with your children, or with outs outsiders, or if you are a professional liar, Professional liar in the sense who tells lies without knowing. Without knowing that you are telling a lie. This is most common in us believers. So if 
anything, if those verses, if it is talking to you, now itself, God is here to, conf uh, to, to forgive you. Confess your sins. This is only one thing that God wants, wants from you. Only one thing. He wants to have the truth full in you. Let the lie be removed. Let the lie be removed. Confess. 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 Dear children of God, every sins were listed out. If you really paid your attention to everything, you know where you are. What is your sin? The scriptures are very clear. There is no more explanation, none of, of his own words. Everything is from the scripture. It is a time for you. God has called each and every one of us to live a victorious life. Why most of us are not having peace, not having joy, not having experiencing the victory which was won by our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. It is only because of our sins. It is because we feel that or experiencing that God is not hearing your prayer. God is not answering your prayers. Why? The Bible says from Isaiah 49, 1 and 2, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that is cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear you. God is always there. His eyes are always watching over us. His ears are always attentive to the cry of his children. But our sins hiding his face from us. Please confess before him. We know the truth. The Bible also says that if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. If the Son set you free, you are free indeed. That's God's promise. Confess before him. Today is the day of joy. Today is the day of salvation. It is not only the people, those who do not know God or accept Jesus Christ, even those who are, all of us, those who are born again believers, if we still live in sin, any of the sin which was listed out, please confess it. So that you will move forward and enjoy the victory which was won by our Lord Jesus Christ. Our gracious Father, we praise you and we thank you, Lord.
for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you have spoken through your son, your servant, to our hearts. Thank you, Lord, your word touched each and every one of your children. We believe it. Father, now, as your children have cried out unto you, confess before you, Lord, as you promised, you heard the prayer of your children. We know and we believe that you are the prayer hearing and prayer answering God. Father, thank you for accepting our prayer, prayers. Thank you for forgiving all our sins through your son Jesus Christ. Once again we pray and we sprinkle the blood of Jesus upon each and every one of us as a covering of protection of Father from every evil, every temptation of this world of Father. Lord, as your children are confessed, con continue to forgive their sins. Give us the victory which you won on cross, O Father. Thank you, Lord, for accepting our prayers. Thank you, Lord, for the peace which you promised. You said, I will give my peace unto you, not as the world give. I will give my own peace unto you. Let that peace prevail in each and every one of your children. Father, as you are going to leave this place, Lord, bless us to leave this place rejoicingly, glorifying, with our assurance that you have forgiven all our sins, O oh Father, and set us free from all, every bondages of our sins, O oh Father. We thank you for accepting our prayers. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Let us share the grace together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Let us put our hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ as he has set us free.